What is going on, beautiful people? It is your boy, Jesse, a.k.a. Jesse Prada, and you are listening to the Christ Convo Podcast, where we inspire you to live the best way you can for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I hope this episode blesses you. Without further ado, let's get into it, y'all. What's going on, y'all? This is a trigger warning. In this podcast, I talk about my bullying experiences and self-hate. And so I just want to let you know that this may not be the podcast for you if you are struggling with these things. It could be a trigger for you. So I just wanted to let you know before we get into the podcast. All right. Be blessed. Love y'all. Yo, 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 yo. It is Jesse Prada back at it again with another episode on the Christ Convo podcast. And today um, I'm going to be talking about insecurity um with your body so like physical insecurity insecurity on the way that you look on the way that you appear on the way you think you appear to other people just all of it in general um i have a testimony in that god showed me a lot of sides to him and i'm still you know walking it out you know what i mean and i just want to encourage somebody with this podcast with this specific episode with this specific topic because i know a lot of people struggle with this i know a lot of people um deal with this so um like insecurity um in the way that you look so um i guess i'll start off with my testimony i was in high school i went to a catholic high school in montvale new jersey and um you know through the entire time that i was there and it really didn't start until i was a freshman it didn't start until i was a freshman whenever i was in uh middle school it didn't really bother me um nobody really pointed out anything like nobody pointed out the way that i looked um it wasn't until high school that people started calling me urkel um, cause you know, I'm a black kid with glasses, I'm skinny, you know what I'm saying? So any black kid with glasses, honestly, is going to get called Urkel somehow, some way it's just going to happen. You know what I mean? And at first I would laugh it off, but then like there were just more jokes. Um, I went to school with, you know, football players. Our school was top notch in football. So, um, there was a lot of jokes, you know, spoken towards me about my size and how I looked and stuff like that. And so, it wasn't until high school that I felt that being skinny or not having my body look a certain way was wrong. So that's when comparison started to creep in. That's when I started to do things. So, for example, I remember um, freshman year, once I started receiving jokes about my size and how skinny I was, right? I would intentionally go home and I would just work out for an hour. And mind you, I didn't have any experience in working out. Um, I didn't know the right way to work out. I was just working out simply because I knew that if I pumped iron, my muscles were going to get big, right? And that's how I dealt with the insecurity of how I felt others looked at me. And so because, you know, everybody would say, yo, Jesse's skinny, Jesse's small, Jesse's this, Jesse's this. Um, I would say, well, I'm going to go home and I'm going to get big and I'm going to train and I'm going to lift weights to make sure that I'm not skinny Um, because I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be tough. I wanted to be, you know, resilient. I wanted to look like a man. Um, And so that's another thing, too, is I immediately correlated my my size to my manhood. Um, And I'll get into that later. So this happened and this occurred probably, you know, throughout my entire high school career, um, just lifting weights, just continuously 
doing whatever I could to gain weight. I remember I would talk to my mom all the time. It would be random times throughout the day. I would just go up to her in the house and I'd be like, mom, like I need to gain weight. It was like a rush. Like I was rushing to gain weight, gain weight. I was rushing to look muscular. I was rushing to, you know, just be big. Cause I was, I didn't want one. I didn't like being teased. I didn't like people looking at me as if I was less of a man or the people looked at me as if they could trample over me or do whatever they want. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't like feeling less confident because I was skinny um, and running into people who were bigger than me. And I guess that also correlated to a form of fear and intimidation. And so that was my life. Um, that's just my life so far with, well, not so far, but that was my life in high school. I was very insecure. I would consistently try to change my body, work out so much. And honestly, it like when I worked out, it wasn't even because I enjoyed working out. It wasn't because I wanted to be healthy. It was because I wanted to make sure that I looked different, that I was big, that I was tough, that I was strong. Um, so like I said, that's where comparison came in. And it's just so interesting how the mind works because immediately once, and, and of course, like I wasn't, I, I don't consider myself as somebody who was really walking with the Lord in high school. I mean, I knew of Jesus, you know, I went to church, I went through the motions, but like intentionally having like a, a, a relationship with him, that wasn't something that really quickened in me until I went to college. And so, you know, I thank God for my parents because they did their part. You know, they took me to church and they, you know, they, they, they put me in programs and I was exposed to a lot of things. But obviously we all know you have to take your own initiative to developing a relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, you know, the old folks say you can't get to heaven on your mother's coattail or on grandmama's coattail. And so that's just something that I was dealing with because of not knowing him and so that's where comparison crept in that's where i would always look at other men and i would immediately see my deficiencies if their body or if their stature was at a place where i wanted mine to be and so i started seeing that things were wrong with me because of the way that i physically looked um and so you know it was it was tough like even going in public even um going in the mall like I, I even realized like I would intentionally wear specific clothes that would that that were tight because it it could make me look like I had muscle or it could make it could just make me look more intimidating. I wanted to look like something that I wasn't, um, and I wasn't able to accept myself. And so I allowed the thoughts or the 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 things that other people spoke to me. Um, I just took it on as my identity. I was just a skinny kid. Like, and, and that was a real insecurity of mine. And I remember literally just going to the gym day and night, consistently joining the track team, doing stuff as much as I could to get in shape. So that way I could look a certain way because nobody was going to say that Jesse was skinny no more. Nobody was going to look at Jesse and think that they could just talk to him or talk about him any kind of way no more. I was going to intentionally make sure and show them yo, like I'm big now, I'm OG now, you know what I mean? And the crazy part about it is I did all this work to try to gain any weight and it didn't work. Actually, I lost more weight. I lost more weight and I was getting frustrated in my mind because um, I'm like, yo, I'm trying to put this work in, get big and stuff like that and it's not even working. And the worst part about it was, is the comments and the and the joking around and, and the bullying uh, due to my size did not stop. So, you know, not only did I get intro not only did I get introduced to the idea that the way that I looked was bad, 
or wasn't wasn't good or there was something wrong with me or there was something deficient about me because I didn't look a certain way. But then even as I feel like this is a deficiency or that this is an error and I try to change it and nothing's changing, then that's that increased the frustration even more because now I'm like, OK, like it's one thing that you've met me and I never worked out in my life. But now I'm sitting here working out daily, lifting weights daily. I didn't even eat right. You know what I mean? I was just lifting weights. And that just goes to show like how frustrated I was. And I didn't even really care about knowing it. I just didn't want to be the way that I looked. And, and so like that caused me to just do so much and striving and working out. And I didn't gain any weight at all. Um, and so what 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 I felt was really interesting was I noticed that immediately when I dealt with the idea that because I was skinny or skinnier than the average person that I was less of a man I immediately associated the way that I looked to how I was as a man like a man is supposed to be big a man is supposed to be fit he's supposed to be strong he's supposed to bench press you know 280 like it's nothing he's supposed to be intimidating he's supposed to be tough he's supposed to be a aggressive he's supposed to be this he's supposed to be that i had formulated all these ideas in my head of what a man was supposed to be simply because i was told or i felt like i was less of one due to my size and so that's really that's really what was wrestling with me. And so I didn't feel like I was a man. I didn't feel like I was um I didn't feel like I was worth anything. I didn't feel like I was strong. I didn't feel like I had anything to offer. And honestly, this correlated with my lust issue because what it was is because I felt this way about the way that I looked, because women, you know what I'm saying? found me attractive and I was able to lure them in with lustful ways, it made me feel better about myself. And so, you know, I took that out on on people. I took that out in in a form of lust on on women. And so that, you know, that's that that goes to show like how even when regard and this mind you, this was over the course of like two years. Like, and I mean, it w it went all throughout high school, but I'm talking more so about like when I started really diving into lust because of how insecure I was. And it's just so interesting how quick things can, you know, tr how, qu how quick one thing can trickle into another thing of your life. So now it started affecting my relationships. It started affecting the way that I spoke to people. It's like there was a level of aggression like that I spoke to people with. Like there was a like I, I started to I started to curse more legit like i started to curse more i started to speak more cold-heartedly towards people and it was a level of insecurity and so it's like i came off strong because i felt like i was weak and it was sort of a cover-up you know what i mean because i wasn't a fighter you know i've always i never let anybody pick like when i say never let anybody pick on me like i never let anyone put their hands on me or anything like that like if you swung at me i'll swing back you know what i mean but it was like I intentionally, when it came to talking to people, tried to degrade them, try to be rude, try to be cold hearted, try to try to act like I had an I don't care attitude because I felt like I was weak because of the way that I looked. And so, you know, I was just thinking about this because I, I literally just worked out like not too long ago. And I just thought about working out and how I actually enjoy it now. Like I enjoy it. it, it it's it's a good way to, you know, release energy. Um, it is a good way to stay fit. But I'm now learning to do it from a place of self-love, not because I hate myself, if that makes sense. And so like I was saying earlier, when it comes to the identity of a man, 
you know, um, you have to ask yourself, okay, so why I had to ask myself, why did this determine what a man was for me? Like, what was it like? Who put the idea in my head? Why was this true? Why did I believe it? Because if you believe a lie, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll manifest it through your actions. Like there's nothing wrong with, well, it's not, isn't, I'm not going to say it's nothing wrong. However, there's plenty of lies that are spoken over us every day about who we are, about our destiny, about how we're going to go through life, that we're going to fail, that we're not going to succeed, that God doesn't have a purpose for us and, and that, and that, um, we're worthless and all these types of lies and, and word curses that have been spoken over us, you know, since the day we were born and that's how life is. But the lies are only valuable if we believe them. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? The lies are only valuable if you believe them, right? If somebody calls me stupid, um, it's not valuable if I don't believe it. Because if I don't believe it, then I'm not going to acknowledge it and I'm not going to accept it for myself. And I'm not going to carry out my actions as if I were stupid. But the lie, get like we determine... This is good. We determine how valuable the lies are. Um, the lies don't have value anyway, but we as human beings, we can give lies value and we can devalue the lies that are spoken to us or over us. And so the reason why the lie of me, you know, being less than um, because I was skinny the reason why it had value is because I gave it value. I intentionally went out of my way to work out because I wanted to look a certain way. Um, I did everything to improve however, like, however I look. Like, I remember literally I told my dad, like, my dad stopped me one time. I was like, Jesse, why are you working out so much? Why are you pumping so much iron? And I literally told him because I don't want to be skinny anymore. Literally. Like, literally, that's why I did it. It wasn't to get healthy. It wasn't to... Um, improve anything about my body or my like nothing it's just that I didn't want to be skinny anymore and that's what it was for me and so um, I just wanted to state a verse Psalms 37 23 the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way so the thing that determined whether if I was a valuable man or whether if I was a a good man or a legit man or an authentic man was the fact that my steps were ordered by the Lord, not because I was skinny and because of the way that I looked, right? And also, this was good to me. So I started studying this verse, right? And if you look in the Hebrew, um, the verse says, a steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The, the word man is translated into, correct me if I mispronounce this, the word man is translated to geber, right? And it means man strong man warrior and notice how the translation of being a strong man or a warrior had nothing to do with your physical stature but who you're devoted to who 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 you are submitted to who you're allowing to order your steps who you're allowing to follow the 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 placement of Jesus's lordship in my life determines how strong I am and when I came into that revelation, it was powerful because it was like the the idea of me being strong. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't work out. What I'm saying is, it is obviously the, the, the culture of heaven and the culture of this world are two different things. Like it's completely different. The culture of this world says you're strong because of the way that you look. 
the culture of heaven says you're strong because of how submitted you are to Jesus. Right. And the translation, it literally means strong man, the steps of a strong man. Right. The word man. So like the steps, the steps of a good man, the steps of a good, strong man, the steps of a good warrior. Right. Those that's the technical translation of what the word man means in that verse. And so I think it's so interesting how this is what strength looks like. This is what strength looks like. And so we have to be careful not to allow other people define what something is for us. So this is just a challenge each and every one of y'all, because I don't know who specifically is um, dealing with physical insecurities, but I would really question yourself and like really get to the root of it. Like ask God to deal with to the root of it. Like why, why do I feel this way about myself? And it's not even to say to stay unhealthy. Like if you know you're unhealthy and you need to work out, then do that. But the, the problem is, is when you think God feels like you're less valuable because you're not in the place where your body needs to be or you're not in the ideal place of where your body needs to be. God doesn't look at you as less value, like regardless of how fit you become or regardless of how conditioned you are, like as a person physically, your value to God, it change, it never changes. It stays the same. And so the, the, the problem is, is when people do things and they and they they work out and they you know they get healthy and they eat all these meals and they're doing it they're doing it for self-love not from self-love right like the self-love should come from within you because you should know that god loves you so it's like you you a good way a good healthy way to look at it is like okay god like you love me and you, your word declares that my body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. I'm your I am your instrument. I am someone that you have called right for for a time such as this. I am a chosen generation. I am a royal priesthood. And so because of that, I want to make sure that I'm healthy so that I can do your work. Right. I want to make sure that I'm conditioned to do your work. And so if there's anything that I can do for my body to make sure that I am conditioned to glorify you physically, then I'm willing to do that. And then you go forth and then you get healthy and then you, you, you know, you come in a better place of yourself physically. But if you're more so for me in high school, it was more so me saying, I don't like myself and I won't like myself until I look this way. So until I look this because I don't like myself and I won't like myself until I get this way physically, let me get this way. Let me look this way. And then that's when I like myself when that's not the way that it was meant to be. So like and even and even for me, like, you know, I know that I'm a man and I know that I'm, I'm like I'm not a woman. However, like the same applies for a woman like a woman is not defined by the way that she looks. She's defined by the identity that God has placed on her, right? Like she's a daughter in God. Like it has nothing to do with the way that she looks. And so men and women of God, like old or young, however, like, you know, with the insecurities of the way that you look, if you have them, like seriously, just ask yourself, like, why do I feel this way about myself? Why do why why what do I think? Like what is causing me to to think? Maybe you were teased like me in high school, like ask yourself like what 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 immediately caused me to think that this was bad it's like we immediately compare when when we see stuff like that or when we hear stuff like that 
why did I why did I allow this lie to to receive value in my life? Why why did I allow it to hold weight about who I was or my identity? Right? Um that's my story, honestly. And so now I'm in a place where obviously I'm still walking through it day by day, walking with Jesus, learning to look at myself the way that he looks at me and, and doing things out of a place of self-love, not for self-love. And so um, in all honesty, y'all, it's really just about knowing the, the placement of your identity. It's in him and he never changes. And so regardless of the way that you look to yourself, your value to him, it doesn't change. It doesn't decrease. It doesn't increase. Now, if you if you feel, you know, that you need to work out, go forth and do that. But recognize that your your level of health does not change your value in the sight of God. Um like God doesn't look you as useless if your body shape is not ideal for you um and also like once again like we have it in our minds like we have it in our minds what an ideal body shape is right so where we say well you know i want to look like this and i want to look like that but like who told us that this was the best way to look like who told us that the who told us that this was the way to do it like, like maybe we should ask ourselves like okay what does god say like we may think we may think right like healthy means like you know brolic shoulders and an eight-pack abs but sometimes healthy may not look like that like there could be plenty of people who don't have the rocks body or you know what i mean or a bodybuilder's body but are still healthy or in in top shape you know what i'm saying like so we as humans we do this consistently we consistently we we formulate an idea in our head what it's supposed to look like and honestly maybe that's not how god had it you know what i mean like when i was when i was in high school when i was going through these moments i said to myself i need to i need to gain weight but it's like whenever you say you need to do something or whenever you say something about you needs to change like you need to ask yourself okay who told you that why is this true is this true where did this come from was this an idea that you had you know from the jump or did you automatically just jump into it because of what somebody else said like ask yourself the source of the reasons why you want to do the things that you want to do whether if it be for yourself to yourself towards others just know where these things come from ask god to reveal the root of it um and so once again i'm not saying don't be healthy that's not what i'm saying at all i'm not saying don't work out that's not what i'm saying what i what i'm saying is is one know that your your identity as a man or as a woman as a good woman as a good man as a strong woman as a strong man is based upon where you stand with jesus you you are because he is not because of what you do it's the same thing with holiness. You are holy because of who he is, not because of what you do. You are righteous because of who he is, not because of what you do. And so regardless of the ideal body that you want to have, man of God, woman of God, um, the Lord does not look at his creation as ugly, regardless of what it looks like. So if you're a woman and your body shape is not 
the way that you desire for it to be. I want you to know the Lord is not looking down at you saying you're hideous. Um, man of God, if your body is not the way that you desire for it to be, the, the Lord is not looking down at you saying this is despicable to me. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians chapter 2 verses 10, the Lord says that you are his masterpiece. You are his workmanship. You, you, you are basically, translation, you are his Picasso painting. That's what you are to God. And, and that's, not, that's not a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's because of who you are spiritually to him. Because you are his son, because you are his daughter, you are beautiful, point blank. Because of who you are to God, you will always be beautiful to him, regardless of how you physically change in the flesh. So this is just um, a quick little podcast about me just wanting to be open and honest about my struggles from high school to where I'm at now. And like I said, like the Lord has shown me a different side of my identity and where I stand and, and why I and why I stand where I stand when it comes to these things that I don't I don't just stand here because just because or no like I stand here because of who he is and he claims me as a son and that has nothing to do with what my exterior looks like once again I'm not saying don't be healthy I'm not saying don't condition your body I'm not saying eat however you want what I'm saying is is do these things up update your uh, update your body um, condition your body from a place of self-love not for self-love do it because you know you 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 love yourself still but you know that your body could be in a better place but don't do anything because you hate yourself if if you hate the way you look I encourage you to really get before God and allow him to show you how beautiful you are how valuable you are how 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 you are needed for other people how how intentional he was about creating you there is no other you that's how valuable and how sweet you are to god how precious you are to god and that will never change and so regardless of how you feel about yourself in the way that you look in the way that you think that you look right because it's not even just in the way that we look because sometimes the way that we say we look is not really how we look and that's why so many people, that's why so many women say that they're ugly and so many people call them beautiful. That's why so many men say that they're ugly and so many people call them handsome. And so it's like in our, in our, in our, um, in our hearts or in our minds, we say we look a certain way, but obviously that's not the case because people outside of us disagree with our perspective on ourselves, including God, <laughs> praise the Lord. So remember that. Um, and just know that there's hope. If you're struggling with insecurity, if you're struggling with the way that you look, if, if you got teased like me in high school, um, if you, if there, if something happened to you, right? Like the Lord can heal your heart. He can heal it from any rejection that you have from others, any self-rejection that you placed upon yourself, any identity that decreased your worth that was spoken over you, or even you spoke over yourself. It's okay nothing is too nothing is too deep for jesus nothing is too powerful for jesus he's able to break down every wall and tear down every barrier and set you free so 
yes, this is the end of my podcast. I love you all. I appreciate you all. And I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. What is going on, beautiful people? I appreciate the listening and the support to the Christ Convo podcast. If you received any form of insight on this last episode, leave a review on Spotify, on Apple Music, whichever source you listen to this podcast. I will be back for a new episode. Stay tuned. Be blessed.